Well, there we go. Starting early. I love it. Uh, welcome to Hit the Books, part of the Hammer Betting Network, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish, producer extraordinaire Zach Phillips. I am merely Brad Powers. Woke up on time today to get you guys some winners. Speaking of winners, we did have a winning week last week. We went seven and four, trying to get back on track here. Uh, and I was just taking a peek at the season-long stuff. Hopefully you're watching during the summer because uh, I don't want to jinx us, but the, the season-long uh, win totals, futures, and all that are looking pretty good. Uh, before I get into anything, including some Detroit Lions talk, let me remind everybody that. Uh, we can skip that for today. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, maybe I'll let you off the hook there. Uh, remember, uh, guys, Hit the Books is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sportsbook for games, futures, player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hitthebooks or hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it helps support the show. Guys, make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button as well. All right, Kanish. Uh, no, I'm not going to let you off the hook. Uh, what what the hell happened in, in uh, Motown yesterday? Listen, uh, you know what? We got, got beat up a little bit. Some concerns with the defense. Relax, baby. R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> Packers lost. Bears lost. Vikings lost. No problem. We clean it up next weekend. Falcons come to town. We stay on the course. NFC North. We're not, we're not worried. Not worried. Competitive game. Seattle, very good team. Very good team in the NFL. Great weapons. Cause us some issues. Don't worry about it. We're still at all. It's all right in front of us. Fair enough. That is Joey Kanish. Uh, I was seeing, uh, speaking of last weekend, you and I had to head to head. Uh, you had a nice winner with the Bobcats over, uh, the, obviously, Iowa State. Uh, offense still struggling. So nice win for you there. Although we did take Ohio uh, win the MAC, that looks pretty good so far. Uh, we, I don't, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. We kind of had a head-to-head on a season-long uh, play. UAB, you took over one total. I took under. Louisiana Lafayette was an overplay for us. You took the under. Nice win there. Well, there you, you know, go. you guys can uh, check. Listen, Trent, Trent needs to rally the troops a little bit. We know it's very <laughs> motivational. The defense uh, looks a little bit rough so far, but. We only got, uh, listen, we got plenty of winnable games coming up for UAB. Great offensive football team. Uh, I, I don't think they should keep giving up 80 points a game. But, uh, listen, we're, we're not worried just yet, baby. Don't listen. Just like the Lions, we're staying the course with uh, Mr. Dilfer here. Maybe uh, he should have stuck with doing Elite 11 instead of coaching. But uh, so far, the returns are not great. No, and then, uh, you know, Georgia. Uh, on the schedule this week for the Blazers. Not <laughs> good luck, Georgia. <laughs> hey, don't look as good as they thought, baby. A lot, don't of, the a lot of these teams don't look as good. So no, uh, nobody. Yeah, so I mean, it's as wide open. I was telling somebody, it looks like it's going to be as wide open as maybe not 2007, but maybe in any year since then. Uh, then I think there's six, eight teams that got to feel like they got a shot. Let's get to the chat. Uh, 20 MC 20. Have any win totals cast yet? Uh, Colorado went away. Alabama loss. Uh, FIU some early had two and a half. Uh, that that they they've got the three wins. I know I made that bet. Uh, nothing's cast yet officially because you read your sports book rules. A lot of these teams got to play twelve games, and the FIU's of the world you Very always got to be worried there. with the hurricane. 
So I've had a lot of stuff that's cashed uh, over the years that's been canceled out because uh, of rescheduled games and, and all that. So nothing's cashed till the end of the year on, on that. Uh, Austin in the chat, any plays on Auburn, Texas A&M, or Tulsa, Northern Illinois? Uh, struggling with these numbers seem sharp. Uh, you know what? I didn't bet Tulsa, Northern Illinois. Uh, and I don't have a good feel for Tulsa. I mean, they got uh, annihilated by Oklahoma, to say the least. Northern Illinois has been up and down like a box of chocolates. I did lay an early number on AM, but it's obviously crossed through key number seven. Uh, I don't like what I see from Auburn. Uh, again, I rewatched the Cal game last week. Should That should have been a loss for them. Uh, so I think AM is the right side there, but nothing to bet at the current numbers. Did you bet these yet? No, I was with you. Uh, that's one that unfortunately got away or we would have been on, but I like Texas A&M uh, up to a TD. You know, there were six, six and a half, seven was out there. Unfortunately, today, before we got on, steam through the seven, probably gets close to 10 now because uh, I even I saw some nine straighten out there. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, I was I was with you there. I like if maybe we see some Auburn buyback. This is one of those guys, if you're kind of watching and it gets back to a seven, I play a seven. Wouldn't play yeah. it over a seven, though. Um, I, yeah, I agree with you. Auburn, the Hugh Freeze offense. I mean, does the Freeze-Durkin matchup concern me a little bit? Uh, sure, but I, I really like what I've seen from, from Texas A&M uh, on offense. Bobby P's got a rolling ton of talent. Um, and as you you know, yeah, I mean, the, the, the one, you know, the Auburn, when they've gone up against a semi-real opponent this year, it was pretty gross. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I like Texas A&M there, but the, this this one of those numbers that's got away from us. Uh, how about Memphis, uh, Missouri? Uh, any thoughts on that one? Obviously, Missouri coming off the dramatic win over Kansas State at the at the gun there. Uh, Memphis really struggling with Navy last Thursday, to say the least. Could have lost the game. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Haven't seen too much live movement here. No, and haven't I? Have, I haven't gotten involved either. Um, you know what? I, obviously, Missouri. I thought that. Thought they were a bit fortunate uh, against Kansas State. I ended up buying some Kansas State minus three, close to post, some cheap three. Uh, I thought that was the right side. Again, they gave the Missouri credit to them. They get the dub. Um, Memphis always a a fascinating team to to cap when they're playing. You know, some of the the peasants that they play versus playing an SEC team. Um, God, the level of play between these two teams, especially even even historically going, uh, you know, when on contest is just uh, can be pretty high variance. I don't have my. I don't have much here. I thought around a TD was right. Um, yeah. And to be honest, I'm not, I'm not. You know, half point either way. I'm not even really looking to to get involved there. So that's not one I've got too much of a strong opinion on. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. No side or total bet for me yet uh, this week on that one. Not, don't expect to get too involved there. Tucker in the chat, SMU TCU. I did get involved in this one. Thought the total was set too high. I think SMU's defense is better than expected. I know both teams are going to run a bunch of tempo and whatnot. But I, again, I was playing more on the SMU defense. And speaking of that. Uh, I, I like SMU here. Uh, will not be a bit, bit surprised they win the game outright. Took some seven. There's been some back and forth in the market. I saw it got down to six and went back up to seven. It looks like they took back the seven again. Uh, are you part of this game at all yet, uh, Kanish? Uh, I haven't gotten involved yet, but that would definitely be the the side. I mean, it would be SMU or, or nothing for me at, at six and a half for sure. Um I know TCU, listen, fade them a little bit last week. They had a, you know, a pretty relatively nice performance against Houston, yeah. who might just be uh, pathetic. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I agree. I don't think uh, – I'm still not very high in this TCU team this year. And SMU, uh, you know, it took a little while to get going. They kind of have a, you know, cupcake uh, there, you know, coming off it. But 
hey, I like what they're doing on offense. I like the staff. I don't think there's, you know, six and a half points of margin between these teams. So, yeah, um, obviously would have loved a, a full seven, but even at six and a half, uh, I like it. I still strong on this one on, T- on SMU. I know you've been itching to talk about this, uh, Wyatt, in the chat. Uh, can you talk about the monstrosity that was Georgia Southern and Georgia <laughs> Tech? Uh, for those of you not uh, you know, too keen on what happened, Georgia Southern, probably the misleading final of the week. They somehow don't cover a, a point spread despite the fact uh, you know, they were, what, minus six in turnovers and still should have covered? <laughs> I mean, that tells you how bad Wisconsin is. And then Georgia Tech, you texted me this. Uh, Obviously, Lane Kiffin might know a point spread. I, I don't know what the hell happened there. It looked like they allowed a touchdown at the end. It made no sense. Well, it, it was like it was like one of those make a wish plays where, where like the, <laughs> the you know the the you know the kid the handicap kid run through the defense and they let him out for for the cover. I tell you what, the Georgia Southern obviously frustrating, but you know that was a small. I took some twenty one at post. Uh, obviously, you know I, you know going back and forth with some guys I bet with they were on Wisconsin, so I was getting some chirping. That Georgia Tech result financially cost me quite a bit because I had some Mississippi State bought back a little on the 16 and a half uh was landing 18 I thought Joey K was going to Sizzler Saturday night uh <laughs> that was going to be one of the bigger scores for me of the season so far um so that one that one hurt and not only it hurt like I knew as soon like you onside kick down 18 then yeah. Spencer Sanders comes in you knew already knew led, but you think oh, I have some pride that I all I can think of is that they just I don't I don't know I don't know what let this kid I, I tried to look into like does Matt Jones do they have any relation I don't know but like the tackle attempts were like two hand touch we're gonna put someone let him score I don't know uh very very frustrating uh I kick it deep let him play have some pride I don't know but yeah that one that one hurt uh, that more than most. Yeah, that was one of our best bet losers, unfortunately. Even though, you know, CLV, baby, we had, what, three and a half, four points there uh, of CLV on Georgia Tech. Uh, Derek in the chat, yep, uh, SMU. I do agree with that one. We just talked that one. Uh, lean on SMU there. Hopefully, you know, it's around that key number. I wouldn't be running the window yet and see if you can wait out for maybe a seven. Uh, can you go against saving at home with Lane plus seven and a half? I didn't. I laid an early number. Uh, I laid six with Alabama. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just played numbers. I mean, my goodness, just two weeks ago, they're laying seven to Texas. Texas is better than Ole Miss. I know you got just power ratings for the quarterback situation in Alabama, but uh, I don't know what to make of Alabama right now. It's tough because I haven't had their power rating this low since I've been doing power ratings for 15 years. So, I mean, I, I got them barely, like, I think number 10. They're number 11. I've never had them that low in my power ranks. So uh, <laughs> did you bet this yet? I, there was a little bit of agreement with me. I didn't push it to seven myself. Um, no, Listen, I didn't say I, I was waiting. Honestly, I was like, if Milrow isn't named, I mean, I, I, that was going to be all the dick. Because Buck, I mean, we, we listen, we've talked, uh, oh you know, plenty God. of Tyler Buckner. On there. He was horrid. Uh, and I thought Simpson, I mean, I was a guy who looked like he came in and didn't look like, I mean, he's definitely more talented than Buckner, but he looked like he was not ready to play whatsoever. He was oh. scrambling out of the pocket. So um, I, I think with Milrow, I would agree with it. With Obama play, they can go back to run. Listen, he's got some flaws, but you know, look at the talent disparity between those two guys. I mean, they couldn't, they were, the, I thought for a minute there, they were going to lose that game um, and not going, I mean, that 
that felt like a game that Milrow was more designed. I can't believe they didn't go yeah. back to him. Like late, late when it got sweaty, like third quarter, I was like, how are they not putting him back in the game? So I don't know if Saban was trying to make a point. I know he came out and had some things to say about his leadership and all that. To me, I, I think he probably watched the tape and said, Jesus Christ, we're screwed. We have to go with Milrow. But uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not really there with Ole Miss either. Um, that was a game they were, they were not only fortunate to cover on the last, but that was a game Georgia Tech, if they play a little bit cleaner football, um, it, you know, they could have been in that game. Um, and Alabama's defense, I still believe in it. I still think it's, uh, you know, quite good. You know, I know Lane uh, gets up for these spots sometimes. He's been talking a little trash in that. But, yeah, at seven, probably a pass for me either way. I agree with your play, though, at Bama. Under, if that dips back down, uh, I'll, I'll get in a little uh, Bama myself there. Yeah, I mean, Ole Miss has been fortunate to cover the last two weeks. Uh, you know, I tweeted out the 3-0 and ATS teams, but, I mean, Ole Miss should be – I'm going to make a strong case. They should be 1-2 and two against the number. Uh, I mean, they don't beat Tulane if Michael Pratt plays, in my opinion. So, I think that's getting them a little overvalued in the marketplace. And I'll say this. I mean, they're getting paid. I mean, Tommy Reese is getting paid a lot of money. How did he not know Tyler Buckner? Uh, watching him play the last couple of years in practice. I mean, I don't know how you bring him into Alabama. Anybody – I mean, Pee-wee that calls in the Saban's uh, show. I mean, would have known that <laughs> yeah. Tyler Buckner uh, wasn't going to make it. I mean, he just ain't going to cut it at Alabama. It seems like Bama, and I, I've heard this from a number of people connected different pro, like, wh- I don't know why they didn't do the Reese Hartman package deal. If you were going to hire, why did you not bring Sam? Sam Hartman goes to Notre Dame. I know, I'm sure he got, you know, compensated well to go to Notre Dame, but... Yeah. They tried to get Talia. They tried to get Tyler Van Dyke. They tried to get Drake May. And I think they struck out. And now you're in the situation uh, probably stuck with Jalen Milrow until you can jump back in the, the portal next year. So, yeah. I, I mean, expect them. But they'll, they'll, hopefully he learns his lesson. Uh, they'll, they'll be in the portal and they'll be paying top dollar. Uh, yeah, for next they pay, they, because it's either that or are you going to start a, a, you know, a true freshman? Because I'll tell you what, they're, they're, they're I don't know. Or Saban, maybe, uh, you know, he calls it. might be over. Yeah, right, right. Maybe it is. Maybe, you know, it's it's Coach Prime time in, in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. That, that's a game we'll get to. Uh, recapping that game and then also talking, looking forward to this week. Uh, let's continue the chat. I'll try to get as many of these as we can. I uh, didn't recap a bunch of the big games. There wasn't that many big games. We'll, we'll be recapping. Uh, big games next Monday uh, that we'll, we'll lead off the show with that. There just wasn't much to, to take from, from big time games. Uh, Ham's Ammer. Wait, Ham Sammer. Jesus. I can't read Ham Sammer. Uh, UCLA, Utah, Texas Tech, West Virginia. I bet both of these. Uh, I bet Utah. I'm wondering if Cam Rising plays. Uh, so I'm kind of hedging a little bit there. Plus Dante Moore, first big time road start. It'll be a tough one for him. In my opinion, I bet Texas Tech on the road. I think they're, you know, a team that's one and two that could easily be three and oh. I mean, it had some poor luck in the Wyoming game, got away from them, blew a 17 point lead, missed three field goals. They weren't the right side, but they probably should have won the game. And then against Oregon, they're minus four in turnovers and still were in the game. So uh, I think they're undervalued in West Virginia off a big time win against Pitt, quarterback banged up like Texas Tech quite a bit. Uh, you like any of these plays? We need to get some bets going here. I like, you know what? I know this is one that's that's taken off, but this is one I, I think still, even at current, I like Texas. I know there's some, I think a five and a half at, uh, but I'm not, that's one I agree. I still like Texas Tech there. Uh, All right. The best bet it. Cause it, I mean, it's at a dead number. Is it going down or is it going up? I think it goes up. 
I, so. I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I know West Virginia, West Virginia. I don't listen. They beat a pit team that looks like a total fraud. Uh, and, and agree. Maybe, maybe I'll go back and get burned again by this Texas Tech, uh, you know, a love that we have on the show. But I, I, I think they, they, they've been very unfortunate to start the year. And the delta between these teams is, is pretty seismic. West, West Virginia can't throw the ball. Like, they cannot throw. And that worked wow. okay against a pit team that apparently is no longer good in the trenches. Um, but I, I think that you're going to have to score to, to keep up uh, this this week. And I just don't think they can do it, regardless of who's playing quarterback, a quarterback or any of that. So, yeah, I, I like Texas Tech there. It says five and a half, uh, even a six. I'm I'm with that today. Yep, five and a half, I'm good with that. Even about four and a half, our friends at Sports Trader always, maybe our feed screwed up, I don't know. But five and a half, good for me. Good. First best bet of the week, Texas Tech. Make sure you guys are getting a hold of that one. Love that play. Uh, Eric in the chat found Kanish's JJ McCarthy's Heisman ticket floating in Lake <laughs> Michigan. Hopefully, he can build off that 10.6 QBR versus Rutgers. Yeah, what you were just touting him uh, how great he looked. Uh, wasn't a good look against BG. What's your thoughts no. on the BG game? And then, uh, are we going head to head this week in this game? Oh, baby, we are. We can get to, I've been waiting all day, Mr. Folks. Mr. Powers has set us up for quite the buy low on uh, look who's back this week, baby. Jimmy's back. I think this number is two. And I know you like some records here, so I'll be interesting to hear. I know this was this opened up, uh, you know, on the soft opens much higher. I I had to get involved there at the some 23 and a half at FanDuel. I uh, bought a little more 24. I I think we fit the bottom. Uh, listen, 0 and 3 ATS Michigan. Very sleepy preseason against these three peasant teams. I expect them to ramp it up uh, this weekend with hardball back. And the other factor is the teams that can give, I think, can actually give Michigan trouble uh, are teams that can take advantage of some of the, and, and again, some of the secondary might be back, but this is not a team. Gavin Wimsat, who, who I gave some credit for looking a little better, then he goes up against a, a, even a, a, an opponent with a little bit of a pulse, and he doesn't look better. I don't think Rutgers are going to be able to move the ball here. Uh, and some changes on the Michigan. They were able to get back to the run game uh, last week. They're they're trying to st- install this outside zone new system. They went away from it. They got back to the run game, hoping it's just a one-off for McCarthy here. So we're head-to-head, baby. I like Michigan here uh, at, at, at 24 or better. Um, I think we're getting, because they're 0-3 ATS, because they've looked at a little sleepy, I think we're getting a bit of a buy low. Give me I your, your handicap. I just, I, I don't, I mean, I look at plays per minute, both Michigan and Rutgers bottom 10 in the country. I just don't know how many possessions you're going to get to get margin here. And, you know, Rutgers hasn't played a murderer's role, but their schedule has been tougher than Michigan so far. And they've covered all numbers and won impressively, uh, at least compared to expectations. I also went back through it. Um, you mentioned, oh, Rutgers, not the type of team that give Michigan problems. Well, uh, the, the the first two matchups, Shiano Harbaugh, were one touchdown games. And last year's final looks, you know, uh, obviously finals are everything, but 35-point uh, Michigan win, I think it was like tied at halftime. So I do think Rutgers can keep this one close with, with very limited possessions. So, yeah, give me Rutgers, plus 24. I, I don't see Michigan getting margin. If you can't get margin on BG, you can't get margin against East Carolina. You can't get margin against UNLV. Three teams that are far less than Rutgers. I don't even care if you wake up and play an NA game. I'm still not sure it's going to be good enough here just because it could be one of those service academy type games, you know, a total of 10 possessions. 
No, I'll give you, listen, the tempo is obviously uh, a concern, but let me tell you, baby, when you can only go three and out in from the Jersey Shore, yeah, give the ball back to Michigan quite a bit. So uh, I, I just, I don't think Rutgers will be able to move the ball here. I think you're getting a little bit of a discount on the number, and we'll see. We'll see. I can tell you what, and I agree with you. Now, Shiano's put together some nice game plans for a week, but hopefully you see a little bit of a, a wake-up call here uh, for Michigan, and it looks more like the uh, – what was it? The 2016 game, 2015, the 78, nothing. So, uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Well, hopefully somewhere in the middle there, but, uh, no, I, I like this head to head, uh, and, and in the chat. Oh, Kanish likes Michigan. This sir, 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 this is my first bet, uh, on Michigan this season. Thank you very much. So first time I'm pl- clicking the button. Uh, Wait a second. So- I thought we went head to head in the East Carolina game. Oh, no, 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 no. That's fair. That's fair. We got, we got, we had the head to head in East Carolina. So le- the first legit, now let, let me tell you something. This is the first, Joey K's put a, a little steak dinner on Michigan this week. <laughs> Joey K's putting the, uh, you know, the, the, the full gamut on Michigan. Yeah, look, week, so. it, F- Phillips has the receipts, man. I mean, I mean, hey, 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 I, I give somebody to give me access to this, uh, editing access to the spreadsheet. So I can, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, make, make sure it's got, got to be accurate there. There you go. We are one and one. Uh, head-to-head, so I'm glad to have a head-to-head on this one. I mean, I hear your handicap, and I understand it, and it does concern me. Uh, you know, it seems a little too easy on the Rutgers side, but I, there's not, no data points that says Michigan's – I thought they could get margin against BG. They couldn't do it. Uh, they're going to have to play mistake-free if they want to. Uh, Chris in the chat, Washington Cal, let me say this. I'm not sure that I'll make a worse bet this season than Michigan State last week. Uh I bought into the whole, oh, Mel Tucker doesn't matter. This team will be motivated. And Washington annihilated them. I mean, it was worse than – it could have been worse than the final if you looked at the box score. I mean, if Washington won and won by 60, they could have. Uh, my goodness. With that being said, I took Cal plus 22. <laughs> I, I think, again, I, I'm Mr. Cal this year. Yeah, you're Cal. Yeah. You're Cal truther. Yeah. Uh, and they were struggling against Idaho down 17, nothing. I thought I had a losing win total bet, uh, but they rallied. Idaho was pretty decent folks. I mean, for them to, to run out 31 against Idaho uh, was nice. Uh, again, they should have beaten Auburn, but it wasn't one of my favorite bets. I just thought the number should be 21. So I took anything above it. Uh, w- would I make it a best bet on the show? No, I wouldn't. Uh, let's say you and Washington. Cause I mean, they're number one in yards per play margin. Uh, they played a decent, I mean, at Michigan state and Boise state so far, that's, I mean, that's tougher than a lot of other people's schedules so far. So this is a good looking team. Everybody's talking SC, everybody's talking Colorado. They'll be talking Oregon after this week and we'll get to that game. And I think Washington might possibly be the best team in that conference. I listen, I'm with you. Uh, 713 offense allowed the most (laughs) in Michigan state program history. And that was with Washington kind of throwing in the towel in the first quarter, uh, in the fourth quarter there. So they look good. I mean, and then it's not, their defense is playing some ball too, though. That, that's yeah. kind of where I think some of the Delta could be between them and USC is I kind of like what Washington is doing on defense better. Uh, obviously brilliant head coach there, Kalen DeBoer. Yes. So Penix, uh, I, I mean, listen, the, the guy is, and I, you know, I would leery about like, you know, uh, another, like, West Coast Pac-12 QB winning the high that doesn't have the USC, but I mean he's putting up like you know video game type insane numbers. Um, so yeah, they look fantastic. I didn't, I know, uh, you know, I had uh, some guys I bet with like a little bit of Washington at twenty-one. Um, 
in between there, you know, 21, 22, uh, nothing for me on it. So I, and listen, I know you're, you're more bullish on Cal than most, but for the most part, that's been a pretty uh, correct read so far going into the year. So um, is Sam, is, is, I know there's, is Sam Jackson, uh, is there any word like, is there going, I mean, I don't know if that, Again, I know it gives them a different dynamic going back. I think you're trying to figure it out, to be honest with you. Uh, it doesn't really move the needle too much for me. For the dynamic he gives you a little bit, I, I you lose a little bit of the accuracy compared to Finley. Uh, I, I just – they got some, you know, playmakers at wide receiver. I mean, some, they just got to get somebody that takes care of the football and gets the playmakers the ball. If healthy, Jay not, but then they brought in that Montana State kid. He ran for like 150 yards, so uh, – We'll see. Uh, again, I, I expect Washington 17, 20 point win here. I was just playing a number uh, on that one. I, the, that's all I can do. Uh, Steven Robinson. Let's get to this game. Uh, if you're holding an Oregon minus 16 and a half ticket, do you think it's smart to buy back on Colorado plus 21 and a half? What do we have, Kanish? Didn't we bet this game last week? We laid what thirteen and a half on. Yeah, Oregon? yeah. We and listen. I know people are like, "Oh, I gotta talk about like." No, no. Hold on. I'll, I'll talk about it all there was, too. There was like Oregon minus fourteen out there at every legal book. So if, if people, if yeah. you wanted a piece of that, you could. We told you about it. You could have had a piece of it. I'm not buying back any. Um, yeah. I I just listen without Travis. I mean, you saw some of that, and I know like incredible last drive by Sanders. Colorado State kind of went in the shell there. That cost me some money too. Um, but without, I think you kind of saw some of the flaws there in that Colorado, even against a defense that is by no means a renowned defense. But their offensive line is in shambles. They're going to be without Travis Hunter. Um, the defense is obviously no good. Uh, so, I mean, they, they basically, you know, we're running like five yard crossing routes all day. So, um, I, I'll go so now, far. I mean, if you were comfortable, I'd make that a bet now. Uh, I, I'm, I have no problems. 20 and a half, 21. I think this is, this got 35, 40 point blowout written all over in my opinion. I can't see, so, you know, I'm, <laughs> I was hoping to wait. I was hoping to wait for the next week to USC to, uh, to come in there. I, I feel a little bit more comfortable with USC laying them out by six. All right. Fair enough. Oregon, but um, yeah, that's one. I'm not buying. So to answer your question in chat, I'm not. I wouldn't. I'm not buying any back. We whatever Oregon numbers you got beforehand, uh, you know, like I just stick stick with it. They were out there. They were available at a lot of books. That wasn't just you know one random book had look aheads. I mean, all the major ones did. On they were, they love their Colorado uh, derivative markets. Uh, and even you could have found less than twenty one, even you know for a good part of yesterday as well. Uh, I bet Oregon again yesterday in that one. So, yeah, I, I think that the party's over for Colorado and Dion. Although, you know, kudos for them, 3-0. They're going to get me on this win total, I think, when it's all said and done. We'll see, though. I'm still quietly confident. Uh, Brand, Brand Joy, talk to us about Oklahoma. They just got steamed not too long ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of anti-Cincinnati money in the marketplace last week. Turned out to be right. Miami, Ohio won outright. Although box score, Cincinnati dominated. They couldn't do anything in the red zone. Probably should have won that game. But Oklahoma, one of those 3-0 and ATS teams. And why did I tweet that today? Because this is the time of the season where people start playing on streaks. Oh, I just won with – I cashed with this team this week. Cashed with this team. I would just keep riding. And sometimes those teams get expensive. But Oklahoma's cover margin has been significant. They haven't been afraid to run it up. I mean, I thought they would be a little sleepy against Tulsa. Man, was I wrong there. Holy hell. Uh, they went over the total themselves. So uh, I understand it. I bet Oklahoma earlier this week. Uh, I don't want Cincinnati. Uh, I did not like that effort against uh, Miami, Ohio, which was a rival. 
No, I didn't. I, I and I know Oklahoma. You like Cincy here? No, no, no. I'm not. Okay. I'm not on the Cincy bandwagon. I agree, Oklahoma. And I and I can't. I don't have a great gauge on. I know they're overperforming. Obviously, three and zero ATS. And not the cover margin has been significant. It's not only three and zero ATS. It's like outside of uh, you know, they're you know covering uh, you know, week one and week three by like thirty points or whatever yeah. on the, the closers. So. Um, I do think they have, you know, taken the opportunity to, to run it up a bit, uh, you know, late we, we, instead of kind of calling off the dogs to make it look at the same time, I'm with you that, that Cincinnati, uh, is not, you know, the team that I'm totally looking to back, uh, in this spot here. So it's probably a pass for me. I saw some of that steam, um, coming in. I, I think Oklahoma may be a touch overvalued in the marketplace, but this isn't really the spot that I'm that I'm looking to to jump in here. Um, I know we got, you know, Red River, uh, you know, come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so. That'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah, that'll be, uh, the especially because, like, the Texas, uh, after, you know, that, we had a oh little bit of, uh, whoa, like, wait, wait a second here. Maybe, maybe we're wrong on Wyoming. Maybe Wyoming is, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the mom. I don't think so, but uh, they sure as hell are playing some competitive games versus real teams this year, so. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, out of that, I don't have, don't have a that didn't take part in the Oklahoma game. I speaking of Oklahoma, how about Oklahoma State, Iowa State, very low total, thirty six and a half. Speaking of not taking a part, I don't want anything to do with this game. Sider total for the most part. I mean, I can if you give me the right price, I'll bet anything. But I I hate both these teams right now. What say you? I think both coaches. I I mean, I know they should be technically comfortable in their jobs for what they have done in their careers at these institutions, but I wouldn't be a bit sad. If you told me neither one of these guys is coaching uh, at Iowa state or Oklahoma state next year, I wouldn't blink at this point. I, it could get ugly for both of these uh, programs this year. Yeah, I know. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm a little surprised this got through three. Uh, yeah, I am too. Even a little bit. Trading like it, it was a game that I was really, you know, hoping not to get involved in. Um, so I you're going best bet Oklahoma state post. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I mean, these get like, I agree. The Iowa State offense is just disgusting. To be laying bad. this kind of number against Gundy, who I still trust him to, you know, put the defense together. This is the kind of game he, you know, he tends to to thrive in. Um, and expecting, you know, Iowa State to get any type of margin. Um, I, it was one that I was not, you know, particularly had on the radar. But at some places, I mean, four and a, there's a couple of off market four and a halfs that like. I mean, come on. Yeah, are we know. waiting? Or are you going to – I mean, I made it 1.6, so I'm not going to – I I thought – yeah, I thought this would be, you know, trade two and a half, three. Um, I are we going to wait until Friday, or are you going to fire now? I mean, on this Oklahoma State team, they just got their doors blown off against South Alabama, played a shit Arizona State team, played like shit against Central Arkansas. I mean, I could say the same thing for Iowa State all three games too. Yeah, I, I get – Listen, the market seems to be uh, a little bit more bullish on Iowa. I'm content in wait. This is one of those like. All right, we'll wait to the end of the week. If it comes back and I don't have an Oklahoma State, I'm not going to be like sitting okay. up, you know, cr- crying that I missed it. If anything, I'll be like, oh, thank God, I don't have to. I don't have to follow that game. I haven't have money on it. All but, right. Um, I, I will say, if you have access to uh, one of those off market four and a halfs, that's a bet. Um, four would be, you know, four at reasonable juice is the uh, the buy number for me. All right, uh, Zach. Sorry, I didn't see this. Yeah, that five and a half was good uh, in, in the in the uh, sheet there for the best bet, Texas Tech. Uh, let's look at, at a few more here. Jonathan Reed, FIU might win nine games under three and a half. Sad. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they do it. Uh, statistically, it's not impressive. I don't know how they won four last year. They're ahead. I mean, let's face it, Conference USA is not a murderer's row, so I wouldn't be a bit. They're not gonna win nine, but I mean, wouldn't be a bit surprised they're gonna flirt with bowl eligibility at this point. They look pretty good against Connecticut. They were the superior team from start to finish. There, man, UConn thought looked good against NC State in week one. Oh my goodness, last two weeks has been rough to say the least. There, Holt in the chat. There we go. Did we bet? Uh, there we go. You guys make sure you can check this out. Uh, we have that live Zach does uh, as far as checking out our win total bets. And again, I was just taking a peek. Uh, FIU. Oh, we have under. Holy fuck. We do. Was that you? Uh, no, it was after what? Like, we- I was both. Look at that. Uh, what, yeah. Oh, it was after injuries. Now the week one effort uh, there, and uh, now we came and they kind of reap. Oh, they, okay, that's why I'm yeah, blanking yeah. on it. And they, I will say, I agree. They have surprised in a very ugly game versus uh, La Tech, and then they squeak out a win versus Maine. Um, right. But yeah, you get you. I mean, gotta give them credit there. I did not see a uh, a couple of outright tubs. Holy uh, cow, I North Texas and and Connecticut getting there. So yeah, that's. Uh, no, they, yeah, well, that's you know, dead. Give them credit. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Yeah, that's dead. I forgot we gave that was uh, a live one that we gave out uh, after that first game performance. Holy shit, forgot. Uh, Holt in the chat. Speaking of Louisiana, any thoughts on them to win the Sun Belt with the QB switch to Zion? Uh, that's I'm a, a little secret. I mean, with the uh, the quarterback on Don Best and whatnot saying out. I think that's given a little bit of value to them this week against Buffalo. Uh, I don't think the market has that fully grasped that that they they made the switch. I mean, it, 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 uh, who cares if the quarterbacks hurt for them? Uh, the, who, the original starter. Now, do I want to bet them to win the Sun Belt? Man, they're on the right side of the division. Uh, I no, I guess not. I'm thinking Troy, South that. No, I don't. I don't want them. Do you? I don't no. want them to win. The I, uh, no, they're. No. No, I don't think like in the Sun Belt. Even though it might not be elite at the top, what we thought. I don't think uh, like they're, they're uh, South Alabama. Obviously, big time winning against Oklahoma State. Yeah, and just I mean, I think there's like eight teams that could really you know compete in the Sun Belt uh, before yeah. you get to them. So I'm not. Uh, I don't think there's a real reasonable chance there. Not that I don't like. I mean, listen, but. You know, Joey K likes a, a G5 long dog, but that one's, <laughs> one's not for me. I do like him this week, though. Anything under 10. Buffalo sucks. So there you go. Uh, that, that'd be your Louisiana bet there. Uh, LSU 51 to Natty on FanDuel worth a pizza bet. I kind of like that, to be honest with you. Uh, the problem is they, they only got one more. You know, you, you're not going to get there with two losses. So... Yeah, obviously they got to win out, but yeah, I mean you've got it. <sighs> got to win in Tuscaloosa, but that's yeah. a lot more manageable now. Uh, no, that's that's fair. Um, at I mean you've got at Old Miss, at Tuscaloosa, the Texas. I don't know. A&M, let's get to, let's get to November, I guess. Uh, Georgia. Brian Kelly doesn't always start uh, optimism. <laughs> on a week in and week out basis, I think AM game could be tough. Uh, I don't know. Hey, I mean, you probably got to win the, the SEC title versus. Uh, I know Georgia hasn't looked as good, but yeah, you, you add in yeah. that game because you, you don't have the margin to lose it. So, uh, and with the SEC looking kind of like a two loss SEC team is probably, probably not getting in. So, I mean, I'm not going to tell you for 50 to one. I'm not, it's just, it's a 
really difficult pathway. Plus winning two playoff games. So probably better to roll it over. Uh, yeah. If I they agree. leave up, here's a, this is in the weeds. It's early November. Uh, uh, one of the books will leave up the futures market on a game day. If they're looking like they're beating Alabama, then you get involved. Are you going to have 50 to one at that point? Maybe not, but it almost be worth it uh, at that uh, point. We'll see. Uh, RW fan. Can UTSA still get the eight? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, they're not winning this week. Uh, I mean, Frank Harris, like the Frank Harris injury looks, he was like, I mean, the army game, he wasn't, he's like in a boot and not able to. So I don't know. He's obviously not going to play this week. uh, And I don't know when he's going to be back. Did you see that number that they hung on that game? (laughs) I didn't, I didn't get the first crack at that one. Somebody beat me that. Yeah, no, missed that one too. But that was, uh, yeah, that was more of a, a Frank Harris number, and they're um, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even yeah, when Frank Harris from last playing, season. Yeah, even when he comes back, um, he you know he's not the same guy if he can't move around. So I don't know how long this is going to be, but he didn't look didn't look like a guy that was close uh, last week. So yeah, that's going to be trouble. Yeah, I don't I don't see him cashing it. And again. Playing a tougher conference week in and week out basis, uh, then there might be some more attrition for that team. Nash in the chat. Uh, who do I feel like the U is going to have a four state type of letdown this week with UNC on deck, possible weather? Do you like, uh, did, did I hear that you like the U this week? I, I, yeah, I like I, Temple and I bet Temple. No, I, lay, I laid it with uh, Miami. Now, granted, this has been a bounce back and forth here. Uh, you want to go head to head on this one? 24? Well, hey, another head to head, baby. I like Let's uh, do it. Yeah, a Miami, you know, 24, I, I, I was in. That was one of the, I even, actually, it's from 23. And then uh, now it's mostly 20. There's a little 23 and a half out there. Um, I'm, I'm just, I have been, again, could be, listen, could be, uh, you know, let down spot, you know, all that, that, yada, yada, but. I don't think Temple, uh, you know, has the athletes and the, the, the defense to, to keep up. I've been – maybe I'm overvaluing what Miami's done so far, but this is one of, like, the teams that, that have come in the year that has probably maybe overperformed, looked better than, than I thought uh, was yeah. even, like, a reasonable expectation there. So I, I just think this is a game that, that Temple is not going to have the, the players on the field to, to stick around. And it's a couple of Miami games where they're – I mean – they're burying teams and then kind of taking the foot off the gas pedal versus uh, Miami, Ohio, who I actually think is, is pretty, pretty damn good, um, you know, for a Mac team. Yeah, uh, okay. And then, you know, but I mean, it's an FCS team, but it, I mean, they dropped a 50 bomb in the first half and then, you know, but put the walk-ons in. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with, uh, with Miami here uh, this week. So 24, the weather head be, to head? I didn't, the, the weather, that's always a little bit on the East coast weather. That could be a little bit of a slog there. Uh, if, some weather does come into play. So you're meandering. Are we going head to head or not, man? I'm in. I'm in on Miami. I'd okay, have it. Okay. I'm in. Give I'm it. Give it up. Put it on the sheet. Head to head. Temple. I like that. I got a couple of 24 point dogs. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, with slow tempo. Love it. We'll see. I'll probably go into. Uh, Steven Robinson in the chat. FAU Illinois game. How much do you downgrade Casey Thompson, the backup? Believe in G5 teams being physically beat up the week after playing a five star program. Good question. Uh, boy, Casey Thompson, at least two, three points. He hadn't been playing that well, but uh, yeah. there's a reason why they brought him in post, uh, you know, spring. Uh, they, they didn't like what they had there. Uh, I haven't liked what I've seen at FAU almost all season. The Ohio game was pathetic. Uh, keep in mind their one touchdown they scored in that one was a pick six. 
I think it's a get right game for Illinois. I don't like what I've seen from them, but my goodness, they had a misleading final against Penn State last week, better than that final scoreboard said. So I think if Bielema can can get one on FAU, I bet Illinois here. Yeah, I would lean that. I, I agree. Like, boy, that that week one performance by FAU against an FCF, you're like, oh, this offense could be really, and it has just completely hit, yeah. the, hit the bricks there. Um, I agree. I mean, Illinois has been – it should be a game where where they can get right uh, and get back to it, but man, oh, man, it, it has been a uh, – and this is t- Illinois team that I bet to, to, to win the Big Ten West saw to come. It have been as disappointing as uh, Luke Altmeyer has been awful in that that offense. Ton of mistakes. So I agree. A little bit. I mean, again, we took Penn State. A little bit of a mostly in the final. I could only bet at fourteen yeah. or better. Could only uh, you know lay it with Illinois here because I think FAU is is really it's gonna it's kind of a year zero for Tom Herman that that I didn't think uh, you know he's not going to be an instant fix there. But it's not something I'm going to have a, a a strong play on regardless. I wish I had bet the win total more there. The market really disagreed. That was one of the maybe the five or six win totals that the market really disagreed. Never moved. Uh, I bet under. I didn't see. I mean, I thought they'd be much improved, but uh, I couldn't get there. It was like, what, seven and a half? Like, I could not get FAU to eight and four. Uh, hopefully, I can win that one. I Connor, don't look like eight. Might look like might be four and eight. Yeah. Connor in the chat. Although I'm going to lose on a bunch of other teams in that conference. It looks like Rice is much better than expected. Uh, that, that'll be a loser for me there. Uh, Connor in the chat. Uh, we go from FAU to FIU plus 10 and a half. I did not bet them this week. Uh, Liberty's been better than what I anticipated. I, I, I don't want anything going against Liberty. I've been against Liberty the last couple of weeks and uh, no moss for me there, uh, which means FIU will probably win outright, but They've been a little bit better than expected. Uh, FIU, I don't know. Uh, at home, I mean, the team is off back-to-back outright wins uh, as a dog. I What say you here? Yeah, if anything, I'd be leaning Liberty here, uh, especially at under 10, which you can get at a couple places. Um, I, I agree. FAU, don't get me wrong, better than expected, uh, obviously, considering uh, they might hit, you know, four wins before that. But um, yeah. I, I can't. I don't think they're that. It really, I think they've been a kind of a character of fortune here playing a North Texas who might have the worst defense in like the entire country and a UConn team that, uh, you know, doesn't have a quarterback. They, they, they they don't, they literally like do not, they tried the Fagano. They got to go back to Robertson. Like they don't have a quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, I would lay it. And, you know, Salter Liberty, uh, I agree. It's been better than expected. So it, it would be lay it or nothing for me. I'm not, I'm not getting on the FIU train. Don't look now. Look at Liberty's schedule. I think they'll be favoring every game but one, the West Kentucky game. Uh, so I got a win total under nine and a half. That's in serious question right now on Liberty. Uh, let's keep it going here. Connor in the chat, Sam Houston State. Uh, gonna These shut are, down. You're, you're the one that got <laughs> Dana this week plus 12 and a half. Oh my God. Uh, I have been Mr. Sam Houston, but. No, uh, that that offense isn't. Maybe there's a reset. They're coming off a bye. Dana, it's tough betting Dana games, man, because you want to go. It's like zigging and zagging. You do not know what you're getting with him at all. I I have no interest in the game. Well, what say you? I can't yeah, believe a Houston game with a total of 38 and a half. I got to look. I'm going to que- uh, query that. I bet it's the lowest total in Houston history. I can. I just don't like. 
maybe we'll see a, I, I, Sam Houston has to show, and I'll give it, you like called it against Air Force. It was a number. I had FOMO on it all week for not playing it and telling myself after that. Um, with that said, no, I'm not, I'm not. I need to see so like that they can score like more than a field goal. Um, because uh, this is one, even with their defense, that's great. You figure Houston will, will get something going. Um, I don't know. This is no, I don't want any part of this game. Yeah. Dana Holgerson was talking in the post game uh, about, you know, having to recruit depth. It's year five for him. And somebody I saw mentioned, uh, you know, t- yeah, that power five team uh, and Rice sure out recruited you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he's terrible. I can I can't stand the guy. Don't know him personally. I just think if he was coaching my team, I, I would I'd have less hair than him. I kind of do now. Uh, Onion Man in the chat, kind of like Cal plus 21. Penix going for 500. Pure numbers play for me. I like Cal anything above 21. So that's all it was there. Uh, it's scary going up against Washington. And DeBoer, when you look at his full record, teams that he's coached on, been a coordinator on, I mean, the guy is like a covering machine, like 65 70% against the spread. You go back to his coordinator days at like Eastern Michigan. He was the brains behind that Indiana run there, uh, early Tom Allen. Uh, guy's really good. So it's always – not ideal, I, I put it that way. But I 21 and a half worth the pizza bet, in my opinion. Uh, Eric in the chat, Rutgers, yep, this is head-to-head, plus 24. I don't think it comes off 24. I think there's enough. I think it stays right where it is, to be honest with you, because Circa opened 23. I didn't want it then. They, they reacted off maybe a bet or two, went up to like 27, and then I got back involved. I made it 24. Uh, but I, I just wanted some action against you. Yeah, no, this is a good. Uh, and and I, I, I root for a push, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, no, this is what uh, I agree. I same thing. Where like you know, if this was up or around, you know, when it got to twenty, would I've laid it then? No, but um, yeah, I think it, it's just a good like we don't get too many on the show where we kind of you know when the, once a number gets shaped a bit that that we want to go head to head on. So uh, hey, listen, it's fun when we can uh, have a couple that we can actually go against. Yeah, and again, I just. I know what my power ranks struggle with. They, they struggle with the high, the very high totals and the, the lower totals. So I, I mean, even though it's right around near the number here, as far as my power ring, I just, I question Michigan's ability with, with very few possessions to get margin there, but yeah, 24, I think is where it closes. Uh, we hit the ETHAD one as far as the Iowa state, Oklahoma state total uh, Charlotte and the BIF plus 28 at Florida. Yeah. Mertz is a little banged up. Yeah, uh, if you watch the rest of that game. I mean, he couldn't. You know, they barely. I mean, for obvious reasons, they didn't want to throw and do anything stupid. They had a big enough lead, but I, I hear you on that. But man, yeah. it could also. My numbers like Florida. I bet Florida. So I. I mean, I see the reasoning behind it, but this could be just a a bully ball game if Florida wants to play it with a couple of really good backs just lining up and wear down Charlotte. What say you? I didn't get involved. I, I again, I see the you know the the letdown the coming off the merch a little. You know, couldn't be. I just Charlotte is like they're really tough. I I don't think they'll be able to do anything uh, on offense. Yeah, I'm re- like really down uh, on on what they have going on. It's it's a team that I think you know in some of these games when you have a, a G five kind, their offense is like based on having to run the ball. Um, I I think it just makes it makes it really tough to have any success and that's one thing that florida uh has been fantastic i mean they got that guy who's like 450 pounds in the middle of the line there like yeah it, it just like you can't really run the ball on him so again it'll probably be a grinder but um yeah i didn't 
I didn't get involved there. Charles in the chat, Syracuse most underrated team in the in the country. Am I crazy thinking they get the ACC championship? Well, let's see them play somebody. Uh, I agree with you. I've, I've been betting them the last few weeks. I, I bet them. I hate going against Service Academy, but I thought that number was light uh, to start off. Rocky Long knows how to defend the option. Uh, I mean, long time New Mexico, San Diego State playing Air Force all the time. Uh, so I don't think it'll be clueless. They're running tempo. I do think they're undervalued. The market now, am I betting them now at the current number against Army? I'd lean that way, but uh, again, full season, they've only played Colgate, uh, Western Michigan, a Purdue team I don't like. Uh, we had Syracuse on the show last week. Uh, Army this week, we'll see. Uh, let, let's get them in the conference play before we start crowning them, uh, you know, a, a contender in the, <laughs> yeah, in the ACC. Because let's face it, I'd still take Miami over them, North Carolina, Clemson, Florida State. So, no, I don't. Th- I don't see them in the ACC championship game. Yeah, I actually, I, I agree with you when it opened up and it was low and like to get there. I actually lean Army at the at the two TDs. Uh, if you can get the full fourteen, is it full fourteen? Yeah, Are we gonna get higher than nah. It probably won't get. Yeah, I think there's buyback. I agree. I mean, especially if it crossed over for the fourteen. Uh, it's again not one that I'm, I'm super like. I just you know like service academy pace all that stuff. I I think to be honest with you, I think Army's offense looks better like a lot better than i expected uh, i thought they'd yeah. struggle a little bit more with utsa's defense who has like a real front um they did not they moved the ball their quarterback is like i think there's a pretty big this is one of those games where uh you know the army navy i think there's a pretty big big delta between uh kind of what the the new offenses between army and navy uh and the quarterback play so yeah at, at 14 uh with lena but again nothing i, I agreed with you at Tough to gauge on Syracuse. Syracuse has done this a few times uh, where I fall yeah. for the fool's gold where they play these peasants and then just run it up on them. And then, uh, you know, they play, uh, you know, start to get into a real team. But um, so we'll see. I don't know. This will be a I, I won't that won't call us a great litmus test, but um, it'll be a little bit better than the, what they've played so far. Looking in the chat here, Tom, any Heisman bets you played? I played like a 12 pre preseason. <laughs> so I haven't jumped in too many since because uh, I'm in decent shape. Uh, I tell everybody this every damn year, but, you know, quarterback award play, you know, teams that can win 10, 10 or more games, shop around. And that's the formula. Formula is getting tougher because they're not, you know, guys off uh, the street sort of uh, speak the, the, the Jameis Winston's, the Johnny footballs, uh, the, they're pricing these guys at like, you know, used to be 200 to one or they weren't even listed. Now these guys are listed like 30 to one. So it's a little tougher in that regard. But uh, have you played anything? I had to go on a show and give credit to your boy, uh, Portnoy. I heard that. I should have yeah. forgot to troll you for that online. I saw it on, uh, you know, uh, with Mr. Bosco giving, uh, you know, Portnoy credit for, I will say though, if he wins this week, then uh, it seems like there's just like, like legitimately like a dozen quarterbacks still in the mix. Yeah. Uh, now I agree with you. I have a portfolio of a lot of those, except for the guy who's currently favored at the moment. So uh, <laughs> so if, if Caleb Williams went back to back, uh, that's going to cost Joey K some money. So uh, yeah, yep. well, hopefully USC, uh, once they start playing real teams can, uh, can drop a game or two here, but um, <laughs> yeah, we, I've got, a, I've got a lot of the top of the board. Uh, no Caleb Williams though. So if he, if he yep. wins again, then uh, that's going to hurt. Yeah, I'm in the similar boat. So the, the only two guys, I don't have JJ, which I might be regretting. 
I don't have JJ or Caleb. I got everybody else. And you name it. I don't have Shadur either. I don't have Shadur. Well, I, I don't. Reason, if, if that but... wins, uh, you can. <laughs> this show is done. You can cancel it. <laughs> yeah. if oh, I don't know. I, I mean, and, uh, yeah. then uh, both of us will be in the poorhouse, and uh, you can listen to whoever other guys we have on that channel. I'll, I'll have to shut down my Twitter account because I had some strong <laughs> words about that. Uh, I think that comes to an end on Saturday, hopefully, uh, in that in that instance. But uh, if they no, I, that, you know, I'm not going back to the, yeah, going back to that show I did. I mean, I thought you know you know these people they just oh I bet it at this. I thought I looked around like man he got a good number, <laughs> so it looked like I don't know if he shot, but he got like best number available in the market. And at least you're thinking a week ahead of time because if Sam Hartman does play well and they upset Ohio State. Sam Hartman might be the Heisman favorite next time we talk next Monday. So uh, I, I like go. that. We haven't talked that game. What do you love? What do you think? I like Ohio about? State. I get my biggest position of the year is Ohio State. Uh, at, bad, at bad numbers, but I like the Buckeyes to roll over Notre Dame. Biggest position of the year? Yeah. Well, I bet I in the offseason, I bet it like six times, uh, anything under 10. Uh, so I got some bad numbers there, but I jumped back in, laid some two and a half, laid some three. I see oh. Mr. Muscles agrees with the OHIO. Uh, yeah, I'm really concerned. Line of scrimmage. I, I, I like the Buckeyes here. Um, I tell you, now, I, I've been obviously on the Ohio State hater train. Uh, so, I, you know, I grabbed a few of, like, the, when the lookheads were were out there, uh, I'm on the other side of those. But at current, I, you know what? I think, uh, and I saw. Uh, head to head? I see. Um, <laughs> I will say, I don't, I don't like to, unless I'm actually like putting my money behind it at current, I don't want to just fake the, the head to head. So I think three is fair ish. Um, obviously I got you know, some Notre Dame numbers that I'm going to, you know, to, to hold, I'm not buying back on any, but, um, I'm interested. Yeah, this will be, I'm a little higher. I know some guys that once after the muscle steam, some guys I bet with brought yeah, in take back Notre, Dame. Notre Dame. So yeah. You know, three, three and a half, I think, is about right. Um, I know what I'll be rooting for in this game. Uh, but uh, we, we know, we'll say, I know last week, a little bit of a, a get right game against Western Kentucky. I'm still, hey, maybe they'll, they'll prove me wrong here. Um, I still don't know about Ohio State's pass pro. I still don't know about the, uh, the quarterback. Um, and I like, I, I'm, I'm a little higher on Notre Dame. So uh, we'll see here. But again, now that, I mean, this is, as you said, this is one that like, you know, in the look aheads for the entire season was trading 10, eight and a half in that. And now, you know, game week, we're at three. So, uh, yeah, I would be remiss to to recommend Notre Dame at this price. Zach, you're ready to clip this because you won't hear this from anybody breaking down this game all week. So this is in the weeds on this one. I think there's some hidden value in Ohio State because we are going to have a 50-50 crowd situation here. I think it'll be fans will be 50-50 split. That's how many Buckeye fans will be there. You sold the family tickets to a Buckeye, didn't you? Well, I mean, that's what Notre Dame fans do. I I mean, I've seen, <laughs> it, I've seen it my whole life. So this is, again, in the weeds, small sample size. But I've seen these red outs at Notre Dame Stadium four times in my life. Nebraska 2000, uh, 2014 Louisville. 2017 Georgia, 2021, uh, no, tw yeah, 21 Cincinnati. Notre Dame lost all four games. Situation where 20 plus thousand of visiting fans, all wearing red, took over the stadium. It's a deflator for Notre Dame. It's a pump up for the opposing team to look in the crowd and see, you know, it's a 50 50 crowd. So won't be priced in, in my opinion. So clip that one up when that'll be the talk 
Uh, when that game starts, they're like, oh, my God, look at all these Buckeye fans. Well, I'm telling you right now, 50-50 crowd, South Bend, Saturday night. Christmas tree crowd because Notre Dame's wearing green for the game. Uh, so that'll be something to see. Buckeyes roll. Uh, we'll talk more about that game on Friday, so make sure you're watching the Friday show. Maybe okay. we'll have a bet by that time. Uh, maybe we'll have a bet. I think there's going to be – I think there's going to be equal. People like me taking Ohio State, I think there'll be plenty of resistance on Notre Dame. It makes sense a little bit. I mean, Notre Dame home underdog, better quarterback. Uh, so interesting game, to say the least. Trip in the chat, Wisconsin stinks. Agree. They are bad, uh, even though they somehow covered last week. We saw a market influencer take Purdue. Ugh. With that being said, I laid five, I laid four on the open. But uh, what, like you look at the Big Ten West, yeah. it's like who I, I don't even like who's gonna win it. Like people, I'm I don't buy like I don't buy into Iowa at all, like at all. So and I I understand Wisconsin's yeah. offense has not gotten rolling yet. It's been pretty ugly. Um, I don't know. I still like I can't really make a great case. Um. For for anyone outside of them, I, there's there's one shop that all, that was offering Wisconsin three to one to win the West. I bought it. I don't even like Wisconsin. I can't believe <laughs> they're doing at Wisconsin. But you look at like Illinois, Purdue, Northwestern, Minnesota, Nebraska. I mean, yeah, I can't make Minnesota. No, no, Minnesota. <laughs> they can't. They can't. They, they, they have no offense. They can't pass the ball. They can't run the ball. Their offensive coordinators should be out. They have like two NFL wide receivers. They can't get either on the ball. Um, no, I'm not buying it. Uh, I it, I swear, like Nebraska, literally was is like a quarterback away from probably like being live this year. They should have like I, they really that Jeff Sims transfer is uh, really remiss because uh, I think the rest of the no Iowa. I'm not. I know I. There's like Iowa minus 140 or something to win the West. That might be the worst bet in the history of college football futures. <laughs> uh, especially because I like I lay I laid it with we can go we haven't touched on that game. I laid it with Penn State this week. Uh yeah, I don't know if there's still a 14 or better available on there. Uh Zach pull it up, but um I'm not I'm not buying the Iowa thing. What about Illinois? Weren't you big on the eight to one in the summer to win the West? I was, and they suck, and they're, they're still alive. <laughs> they're Altmaier's terrible. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like, and they still like the Ryan Walters thing. Is I tell you, you know who I like a little bit. If if they didn't, a couple of these teams got well, screwed with playing Michigan and Ohio State, Minnesota one, and uh, Purdue's the other one. So even if you like a couple of those teams. They have two L's. They have two automatic yeah. L's in the crossovers. Thank God. This will be the final year of the Big Ten West. It's gone after this year. So uh, we no longer have to see one of them teams in the Big Ten championship game moving forward. Uh, sorry if you're a fan of one of those schools. <laughs> but Yeah, uh, I was going to say, yeah, that's, uh, you'll never see a Big Ten title game ever again. You missed yeah. the opportunity. Not that you won. Did you win any? I mean, you had all these opportunities. You never won them anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you got there. What? Congratulations for your consolation prize. Bama uh, quarterback next year, Charles in the chat. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. We'll see on that one. I they could have a new coach next year. I think that'd be the bigger story. Uh, I, I, I save the way Saban's talking and acting. I he hasn't acted this way in 15 years. I'll just put it that way. Uh, Kyle in the chat. Kansas anything under 10 against BYU? What's your thoughts on this one? I this is a market move that. I'm not wild about. I mean, I I love what Kansas is doing, but man, mm -hmm. they, they struggled big time against Nevada. BYU impressed the hell out of me, but it's a tough spot for BYU. Is it 
Are you agreeing with the market move here on Kansas early I, in the week? Yeah, that's when I agreed with the the move and the early move. But now, you know, we're, we're kind of getting, getting up towards 10. Um, obviously, brutal spot for for BYU on the back-to-back. I don't love their their off their offense. It's really gross, too. Um, but, yeah, I'm probably – you know, Kansas is a team that, uh, you know, we, we've been high on, super high on all year. They had a total sleeper against Nevada, like a real, like, um, you know, I don't know. I'm hoping that was just like uh, if you're a Kansas slap. I got some Kansas Big 12 uh, at that summer day. So, I'm uh, I'm on the Kansas bandwagon, but now at 9.5, around 9.5, 10 – it's a pass for me where it's at now. We'll take five or six more questions in the chat uh, before I get to them. And before we sign off, I do want to mention there's a big event coming along after we do this. And it's coming up at seven o'clock tonight, seven o'clock Eastern uh, is the hammer HQ watch along uh, for you guys here. Monday night football. We got a double header tonight, both saints and Panthers Steelers and Browns uh, playing mainly at the same time. The pizza man, Rob Bazzola. He is hosting that watch along. Uh, he'll be giving out bets before and during both of those Monday night football games tonight. He's going to be joined by G stack, George, Jeff Feinberg, Eric eager. Is Kanish going to, are you going to be on this uh, watch party? Watch along. Are you I haven't the- received an official invite yet, uh, but Hey, you know, I might pop in, uh, you know, Randy, send me a link. Uh, you know, you never know when the Joey K will pop in, especially I don't, somebody give me what Rob's on tonight. If it starts going bad for him, then I'll, then I'll definitely make an appearance. A little bit. So, Guys, make sure you're checking that out. Uh, it is going to be broadcasted live uh, on the Hammer HQ on the Hammer HQ channel there uh, for you guys here. Again, 7 o'clock Eastern night, two big Monday night football games. Oh, speaking of that, since it is tonight, you got anything tonight? I like the Steelers tonight. Uh, I know square play, square dog, but uh, that seems like a get-right get game for them. What do you think? I don't have no? anything uh, either way. You know, I've been – God, I've been – been out of the loop on uh you know like getting too much uh invested in the, the nfl I'll usually just send what the you know hitman or somebody that's uh you know send him sends me but uh hey if you if you're telling me pitch the side baby i'll jump in on it <laughs> i don't know i just i mean the browns haven't won there in the regular season 20 years not that i'm serious history but i mean come on now uh back against the wall pizza man on panthers up. minus three okay good to know uh i actually got Saints he's on panthers division. So, minus or plus three i agree plus with three, that plus three uh plus so three. i like okay. that i bet that who that baby go go let me the saints <laughs> i think pizzola is on the right side there i do find if it, i did i thought you bet more nfl you sent me some college stuff early in the day i'm like hey man i can't respond to you i'm doing some nfl I know, stuff right? I I know, dude, doing nfl today. Like, oh my goodness so uh i mean <laughs> i like a little bit but not I don't, I don't get too, uh, I tell you, this is a conversation for another day, but the NFL prop market is uh, a lot tougher than it used to be a lot. So, uh, I don't spend as much time there anymore. Might be tougher also in the teaser market here. Oh, that's a, you don't get me started. Don't. Yeah. Get me total started. joke. Gotten totally. It's out. It's almost a done deal. I agree. There's like the one or two PPHs that still offer prices that are even bettable. Otherwise, it's like any legal book, any like book in Vegas, completely. What, who's the blame there? Or is that for another show? Is, well, that's uh, that's another one for another show. If you give right. me, we'll yeah, keep that. We'll, we'll hold me, that I can one go for chamber. a while on that. Who uh, <laughs> who point the finger at? Sh- shocking <laughs> that all of a sudden within the last year, teasers went from like slow death to like. Pour dirt on them because they're completely dead. 
Charles in the chat. Uh, speaking of dead, UTEP win total, and I bet over looks dead. UTEP UNLV uh, steam. Don't do not get the UTEP steam. I did take it. I bet UTEP. It just seems Rumpfield, like a, a classic buy low, sell high. What say you? Yeah, I mean there was a like Brumfield was a little questionable. Um, I don't know. This UTEP team is like oh. I, I thought. Yeah, like I, I heard a uh, friend of the show, Bud Elliott, uh, talk about like they thought like are, are they quitting on Damon Dimmel? Like is is this program? Oh, wow. uh, he might be out at the end of the day if they don't turn the ship around. Um, but I know there were some yeah some questions on Brumfield, but obviously that's steamed down. Um, the freshman looked okay, but he made some freshman mistakes. That yeah. UNLV Vanderbilt game. You guys got 20 minutes to watch an extended highlights. That was wild. I mean, back and forth. I mean, Vanderbilt going to blow them out. Then UNLV scores like four straight touchdowns. Vanderbilt comes back. You think they're going to win UNLV. It was such, I mean, I tweeted it. It was one of the most ridiculous games of the season so far. So uh, UNLV hired the right coach. They've covered every game so far, right? I kind of figured they hired a grown-up at head coach. It'll be interesting to see if they can hold on to him. Uh, what am I missing about Oregon State minus two and a half? Good. I'm glad we're getting to this one because I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on this one. I kind of like Oregon State at that number. I know Washington State's played really well, but I laid two and it hasn't gone to three yet. Is this a bet or you tell me I'm crazy? Uh, no, I kind of like it. Oregon I, State. And listen, I'm Mr. Wazoo, but uh, this was one like the soft opens had this like, you know, there was a couple places I had like six and a half. Uh, but I agree at two and a half, I'm I'm in. If you want to give that out, That's I bet. There we go. There. Another one. And, think Oregon State had a little bit of a, you know, a sleepy game versus San Diego State. And I love what I've seen from from Wazoo this year. But, like, uh, you want me to hit, hit you with the, the play numbers, not teams cliche? Because uh, I don't I don't think this matchup is as good for, for Wazoo as some of the, the games. And, and they've played a, a couple of teams this year that I love to, like, just matchup-wise was, like, a straight great fade uh, that I really enjoyed. This is not one of them. Very impressed with Oregon State so far. A uh, little bit of a you know down game for San Diego State, but yeah, that was one of our losers, unfortunately. Yeah, they but, didn't they didn't get to the you know GJU had a little bit of an off an off game uh, passing the ball. Um, so hopefully that that's kind of a one week uh, hiatus. But at two and a half, I'm with you. I agree. Yeah, Oregon State will play how Wisconsin should have played against Washington State. And keep in mind, Wisconsin, a lesser team than Oregon State, was laying a bigger number just a couple weeks ago in Pullman. So uh, you start. I love this time of year because you start connecting some dots and, and finding a little bit of value. I made it four, so I love that bet. Uh, trip in the chat, Pitt, UNC. I can only look towards North Carolina. That's what I bet. Again, the market agrees. Pitt's terrible. I've been in North Carolina's got a, you start looking at it, South Carolina, Minnesota, App State might be better than expected, even though they struggled. I mean, who has that's three pretty solid wins to start the season for North Carolina. I Pitt, are they going to be able to keep pace? They can't do anything. Pitt could lean on the line of scrimmage. They can't even do that. I mean, what is, what can Pitt hang their hat on right now? Nothing. I, I have no, I don't have any like game breakdown to give a reason to, but other than, uh, you know, hey, I, mean, I think this could even keep going. I don't have anything on, on Pitt that that looks good. Like, their defense, which is kind of what Narduzzi hung his hat on for quite a while, um, Looks, it looks like it's completely – it's like the Brady Hoke San Diego State thing. Once the once the defense goes, when you're one of these, like, defensive coaches that we're going to run the ball and play D, and, like, once the defense completely, like, the bottom falls out, I don't know where the bottom is for this team. So, yeah, it's, it's ugly at Pitt. Um, so I got, 
I got nothing there. And, and UNC, I'll take the they, – they look better than expected. They were a team that I was not a believer in coming into the year. Look pretty damn good so far. Defense has been uh, uh, kind of fixed. So, yeah, that's one that obviously would have liked it, you know, at a touchdown or better. But even even not where it's at now, like, I, I, don't, I don't have a good reason yeah. uh, to get on the pit train. That was kind of what I call a grown-up win last week for North Carolina. Handled their business, controlled matters against Minnesota. Yeah, it was a unique matchup to see, you know st- – stylistically opposite. I liked what I saw there. Minnesota. Oh, oh, I, I jump in with this. Drake yeah. may look back like maybe Phil Longo just ain't it because he could like, you know, like at the end of the season, once when Drake may started struggling, he couldn't figure it out. Now he's out. The offense is back. Even without the number one wide receiver, the offense is back in sizzling. He goes to Wisconsin and the Wisconsin offense was like, wait, well, what are we doing here? So, uh, yeah, maybe uh, Mr. Longo is not the uh, the offensive uh, genius that uh, some some in the college football media sphere seem to think he is. So in the weeds, Drake May wasn't going to stay at North Carolina if Longo stayed. That's it. that was the story behind the scenes. He was not going to stay in North Carolina if Longo was still the OC. So uh, there was some friction there between those two. That's starting to get reported now a little bit more. Uh, just a couple more. We'll recap best bets. We'll recap my show from earlier today. I want to get your thoughts on those two plays that I gave out, uh, Kanish, uh, earlier today. I know you still weren't awake, even though you're East Coast on West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, rooftop uh, Korean in this one. Boise State, San Diego State over 43 and a half. I mean, pure numbers say that, but I can't bet an over on a San Diego State game right now. What say you? Yeah, I, I'm not uh... – I, the Boise too is a team that like is so uh, you know right like with Taylor Green they want to run the ball uh, whatsoever. Also, for did you say forty three and a half? Because I was just, I'm seeing like forty five. Uh, yeah, that was I know that opened lower, but that's got steamed up today. So yeah, um, okay. yeah I think that's yeah, the right move. Where's that now? Up. Total pass for me. Okay, uh, we already talked Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Rewatch the show, Shane, on that one. Clemson, big game. Uh, yeah, I think a two and a half. I, I was hoping the market be a little bit more patient. Maybe we get a three. Uh, I think Clemson with a plus sign makes sense. I made a pick. I mean, uh, obviously Jordan Travis might not be 100%. Didn't like what I saw from Florida State, even if it was a look-at spot, flat spot. Uh, I just – Clemson first home underdog role in seven years, only second one in the last decade. I don't like, you know, everything I've seen from Clemson, but anything with a plus sign, I'm on the Clemson side. What say you? It's another one we talked about the look ahead on the show last week. That was there was three, three and it a half there. out there. Uh, and three and a half that was there. Those won't be around come game week. So if you want to grab one of those, so you don't give me the pass post BS that people want to come in with, because set it there. That's where I bought it. That's where I wanted it. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want the one and a half, one and a two. I wanted the three last week. So uh, listen, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that was one that we thought um, would would kind of be good there, and uh, now where it's at now, I think it's 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 about right. We said that on the Friday show. Uh, it was towards later in the show. I thought you guys, because you guys bet our stuff, maybe we were off a bad week last week that you didn't want to you know run in the window to bet that. I didn't expect it to be there. I woke up Saturday morning. I was just looking at DraftKings uh, menu and saw three and a half was still there. And I'm telling you, 12, 14 hours after our show broadcasted. It was still there, plus three and a half uh, on uh, Clemson there at home against Florida State. It was there. Uh, <laughs> we'll finish with this one, then I'll get your thoughts. We'll recap best bets. Onion Man, game of the week. Hawaii minus two and a half against New Mexico State. I think that's the direction. What say you? Yeah, late it. Uh, listen, 
I'll say like New Mexico State. I I, I guess you know big win. Uh, you want to make it a bet? Alive in the conference versus New Mexico. Um, but yeah, I, I like Hawaii here. Um, I like I think New Mexico State. I will say their defense this year has not been. I know they lost some players, but I expected Jerry Kill, especially when they don't play like the highest level of competition, uh, to be able to get it right. Has not been good enough. Um, I like Hawaii. Uh, even a couple of you know. They had a down before. I thought they'd be a little better versus Albany offensively. They had some turnovers. Schrager turned it over a bunch, but they should have won that game by more. Um, but no, I, I'm I'm on the island here. Uh, and this is I love this is this one of those classic like midnight island games that's going to be on by itself where I can be uh, you know sweating the Hawaii position at 2 a.m. Um, but no, I, I, I like yeah. If you like that as a best bet, I like it under three for sure. There we go. Best bet Hawaii. That's why you guys stay for the full show. You get best bets uh, throughout. You know, I got I, one I more ugly one. I want to get your opinion on before we, uh, yeah. before you go on the rundown. Uh, can't read, can't write, but can cover a big number. Kent State flashes, baby. Yeah, I, like I was it. waiting for twenty eight. It hit twenty eight. I bet twenty eight. I mean, listen, Fresno. Is it gonna get higher? I've been waiting. There's so much negativity. This is. I gave them out last week. VIP top service. <laughs> I laid it with them. I'm like, this team is better than expected. I mean, they were better against Arkansas than anybody thought. The UCF game, I think I had them in that one. They crossed midfield six times. I'm like, this offense is better than what I thought, even though they lost by 50. I love Kent State here. Me too. All right, I give it up. Best bet, Kent up. State. Kent State, give me the 28, babe. I was hoping it hit 28. That, and listen, if it crosses 28, I'll bet some more. So, uh, yeah, listen, I like I liked the four TZs here. Um, listen, Fresno, I, I guess they buried, like, the corpse of Arizona State's four-string QB and didn't allow anything. Uh, Arizona, turnovers. They are, yeah, yeah. Arizona State is, like, you want to talk about a year zero. Uh, Kenny Dillingham uh, one. got himself a long contract there because they might not win another game the rest of the year. But I think Kent State – and that's – listen, this is a Kent State team that I was not super – I think they've been better in every game than, uh, you know, like obviously turnovers and stuff. I've heard them in some, but they were reasonably competitive versus Arkansas for a bit. They, you know, they took care of business last week uh, and covered the numbers. So I'm higher on, on Kent State than, uh, than obviously the market is. So four TDs I was in. Love it. Another best bet. Two quick ones. Kansas State minus six. I'm not involved on that one too much. Uh, there was some buyback on UCF today. And then Rice minus two. I think directionally that might be the right side there, but uh, that was one I bet the over on the Rice USF game. Did you bet anything there? Over as well, yeah. And that, and that took a ride today, so early. Uh, oh, it did. It did take a ride. Yeah. Well, it got up. Oh, what number do you? I think. A, I bet it was. Oh, it must have. You're right. It probably did. It was fifty-four and a half. I'm just looking. I banked so many bets. I sometimes I got to recheck, but yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, that one that was, that was a popular uh, a senior today. But I agree. I got in. I think I, I played a little worse than that, like 55 and a half or something, 56. Um, but yeah, I think even under 57, I'd still be okay. But I agree. I think that uh, that's one that was a little suppressed because, you know, that South Florida plays, you know, Alabama there and looks a little yeah. bit. But, uh, and, and Rice's offense has been. I've been cooking, oh, baby. Cool. Look, it's not the your, your you know your older brother's rice where they want to manball it up. JT Daniels really throwing it around. So uh, yeah, they're playing a slow tempo, but they've been so damn efficient though. So it hasn't mattered scoring wise. They just you know march down the field and score. South Florida plays with a lot of tempo, so that was a sneaky overplay that I bet. I'm glad that it got some run today. Let's recap. We did have a lot of best bets, including earlier today. 
If you catch out the morning show, uh, San Jose State, there's market resistance there. People th think my San Jose State against Air Force, they don't like. And then I gave out South Carolina because I think Mississippi State's a, a dumpster fire. Uh, what say you on those? I am a, I'm, I would say I'm pretty neutral on the San Jose uh, yeah. State. Listen, I was on the Toledo bandwagon. They played real. I mean, their offense is, uh, you know, legit there. So I, they are better than – does their defense – be able to stop the triple that'll be, be interesting to see so i'm a little neutral on that one i agree with you that like also i didn't give you the the flowers or the credit for the lsu burial call last week uh yeah. that was a it probably could have even that, that was like a washington michigan where like it could have been much worse than uh even the final preceded it so yeah mississippi state uh i don't know if our, our mississippi state you know, super fan. Dr. Brown is in the chat, uh, but he, he's always, he, he was very silent over the weekend when uh, LSU blasted. Was he the, the guy saying my power rating was way off on Mississippi State? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he, uh, yeah. Brad doesn't know what we got going on here at Mississippi State. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I'll tell you what I do know on, what you had. You don't have much. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, they, it was a little early fool's go to uh, Cowbell and uh, also to drill. I, God, watching those games with the stupid people ringing that cowbell annoys me. So uh, it was nice that the LSU shut them up there. And South Carolina, you know, you look at losses against North Carolina and Georgia. That, I mean, I don't think they they, they, this, they have a sense of urgency. And they played well against Georgia. There wasn't anything fluky about that first half. They outplayed Georgia. Uh, so, yeah, Spencer Rattler's playing well. I don't even like Spencer Rattler. And I think he's been playing. Uh, he, he's not getting enough love, in my opinion. Uh Put that up, best bets, one more time, just uh, to recap for everybody. Uh, those are the two early ones. If you watched the morning show, we also gave out Texas Tech here, Oregon State here. Uh, Kent State and Hawaii were late, so thanks for watching late in the process. I like our portfolio so far to start off the week. We'll have more on the Friday show, but, man, uh, that's a pretty nice portfolio for six uh, picks of the week, Kanish. Yeah, I know. I, I like it, uh, you know, I like it uh, quite a bit, so hopefully uh... – Get in some good numbers here on Monday, and then uh, you know we'll have a have a little bit more breakdown of the main matchups on Friday, and the, obviously Joey props, and maybe a little derivative action Friday too. So, uh, and finally we got some man. That was a uh, we, we get the marquee ones this week, baby. So looking oh forward my to God, some yeah. of these. Yeah, that kind of been been waiting for uh, even the ones if I'm not going to have a uh, you know too much of a weight on. I'll finally be able to see some uh, some marquee matchups here. So, yeah, we touched on those games like Notre Dame, Ohio State, Colorado, Oregon, Clemson, Florida State. But we'll we'll dive into them a little bit more deeper on Friday's show. Be interesting to see where the market battle is on those games. So, again, we'll run down all the biggest games. It's the biggest week coming up of the college football season so far on the Friday show. But there's a big show happening before then. That's tonight. Again, make sure you're checking out on the Hammer HQ channel there. Rob Pizzola hosting that watch along for the Saints-Panthers, Steelers-Browns game. Plenty of guests. Maybe Kanish jumps on there. Zach Phillips behind the controls, I'm guessing, as always, because he does everything uh, for, for the hammer. Uh, for Joey Kanish and uh, for Zach Phillips, guys, make sure you're hitting the like and subscribe button. You're subscribed to the Hit the Books YouTube channel so you get notified in real time whenever a new episode drops or we go live. If you enjoy the content, please smash the like button. If you're listening in audio form, please rate and review five stars. That'll do it for the show on Monday. You just watch Hit the Books, part of the Hammer Betting Network.